I need to confess that I've been having an argument with my wife during the show today. Have you? But you are going to listen to today's podcast and you will wrongly assume what I've been arguing about. Well, seeing as we're recording this little piece now towards the end of the show, I just presume that you are referring to that. I'm not referring to what the podcast listener is about to hear me discuss during this podcast. In which case, then... um, you still have that to hit your relationship when she finds out... (laughs) That's very true! As if that wasn't bad enough. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. How was the show today? Well, you're not going to believe this. We covered two types of urine. One was pig's urine. (laughs) What what were you arguing? Can you give us a flavour of what this is about? I'll tell you, because she doesn't listen to the podcast. Um, She's got my mother-in-law to do the bloody um, water into the garden this evening. Oh, no, so your precious thing, your routine, your, your system of making it look like Wembley, someone else is mucking around with it. No, what's worse is that my mother-in-law will be walking onto the turf to place the sprinkler on. Imagine that. Like heels just digging into stuff, whatever. I think the moment she snapped is when I messaged over WhatsApp, tell her no more than five steps. Unbelievable. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. It's the no-repeat guarantee on Absolute Radio. It's Bush and Ritchie, it's home time. Ten weeks of tickets returns after five today. It's all things Bon Jovi. Get in. Bon Jovi. <laughs> uh, we had dessert last night. We had a goo... What's it called? A gazillionaire short cheese cake bread well you've got your you've got your millionaire one I, I wouldn't mind betting there's probably a gazillionaire one I think there's a gazillionaire do. one is there a millionaire one yeah millionaire shortbread's your traditional one which is your it's your shortbread base yeah and then you've got your caramel middle and then you've got your chocolate top oh so I think the gazillionaire uh, goo one has got like little flecks of what I presume it's actual real gold in the top hence I'm gazillionaire sure it is gazillionaire uh, but do you know what right whenever we have one of those uh, desserts and I buy them I, I, you're supposed to obviously I was thinking to do I chuck the ramekin in the bin and think, do you know what? No, I'll keep the ramekin. I'll keep the ramekin, I'll wash it up and I'll put it in our glasses cabinet thing and we'll, I'll make use of that in the future. And then I never do. And weirdly enough, I was doing the dishes the other day, looked into our little cupboard in the kitchen which has got the glasses in. There's about eight or nine of them stacked in there. <laughs> and the only person who ever uses our goo ramekins is my mum for an ashtray out the back. <laughs> so I just wanted to pose the question right at the start of this show, probably get people hungry for dessert as well, and ask this question, does anyone ever make use of them goo ramekins? Well, first off, that's nine times you've eaten like a king. Yeah, I love them. Okay. If, it's, if they're reduced, I'll have them. But secondly, I am one of those people who would also keep the ramekin. Yeah. And I use it, not for an ashtray, I use it for tea bags. Tea bags, I hate, I hate used tea bags going on the side of the, drink, uh, side of the sink, making that horrible little tea bag stain. That's what I do. So I do why that. not have an ostentatious ramekin but, for but, it? Richie, didn't you feel like you were destined for greater things when you were, when you were cleaning them out in the sink, yeah? <laughs> like me, I, I was thinking, I'm going to start oil painting and I'll and I'll keep my water in here. <laughs> Not using them for, No offence, using them for tea bags is great, but I had a loftier ambitions. <laughs> if you make use of them, let us know, 8, 12, 15. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute radio. One for the Watford fans after a close FA Cup final at the weekend. Oh, oh, oh. 
Ouch. Green Day. Boulevard of Broken Dreams, it's home time. It's Bush and Ritchie on Absolute Radio. Uh, we're asking, does anyone ever actually make any use of those goo dessert ramekins that you have your dessert, you don't put them in the beneath? Oh, no, we use them, clean them up, and then they just stay in the cupboard, don't they? Speaking of cleaning things up, I just need to uh, confirm something that James in Honiton has texted about. By chance, was it Ritchie then who emailed around the building complaining about tea bags in the sink? They were discussing it on The Breakfast Show. It was not me. Was that you? It wasn't you. It wasn't me. I may use my ramekins, my goo ramekins, for excess tea bags. Yeah. But I'm not emailing the building about that kind of thing. But if they were talking about it on the breakfast show, what is, what is Dave's problem? What is Dave Berry's problem <laughs> with with that? Because I think that is disgusting. I, I reckon you're the kind of person you go up to someone and say it to their face. I would. So excuse me. That. Don't leave your your tea bag there straining like that. Citizens arrest. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, the, the, some of these are very interesting. Staying on the tea bag route, um, as we would, obviously would like to do. My late aunt used to collect tea and tea bags and use them to concoct tea wine. James, in tea, sorry, tea wine. Tea wine. I've never heard of tea. Sounds like something you might brew if you were in prison <laughs> and fancied a tipple. Do you know what I mean? James in Woking says we use our old goo pots for salsa and sour cream for fajitas. That's just blown my mind. That is good, isn't it? I'm a fajita fiend. I might have to do that. Current high water mark for middle classness so far on this show, <laughs> and this one's weird. Carla in Greenwood says, guys. Uh, my children both use them. F- uh, my son for teeny weeny screws, electronic parts as he builds computers, and my daughter for making exotic salads for her pet lizard. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Seems like there's some very interesting different ways of approaching this. Nicola in Glasgow says, Guys, I use my wee dish to put peppercorn sauce in when I'm having a steak. It makes it look fancy like I'm eating in a Weatherspoons. <laughs> love her. I love Nicola in Glasgow. I love that too. Uh, do you know what? We could we could keep going on this right through till 7 o'clock. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying we're going to. We could do. <laughs> Let's see. Three Let's get hours, some more coffees in. <laughs> three hours of ramekin chats. Uh, this one's for you, Richie. My missus uses the ramekins to put mayonnaise in so you can dip your wedges or your chips in it, says Johnny. Living the dream, will you adopt that, Richie? At the moment, just using them for tea bags. I'm give it a go. Give it a go. Uh, we've got Ashley on the line. Ashley, what do you use your ramekins for? Oh, I like, like to use them. Uh, found a nice use the other day. Water in the, uh, the new bonsai plant that we've got. <laughs> Wait a second. You're, you're, you're growing a bonsai tree out of an old goo ramekin pot. No, no, just using it to water it. Really? <laughs> Why can't you just just pour water on the damn thing? Stop mucking about. <laughs> it just seems like a nice use for it. I've got no other uses. They're all sat in the cupboard. That's ostentatious, that is, just having to use a, a high-quality dessert bowl just to water your actual bonsai tree. Yeah, it just seemed to work. I think it's a great piece of research for this show to think that there are home-time listeners that have got bonsai trees. Do you fancy getting into it, Richie? I'd love to get into bonsai trees. Have them on the, uh, the little shelf in the corner of the studio. What have you just got out the back of your house? Brand new patio. Can he have a bonsai tree out by his lawn? I don't know. I'm not that into bonsai trees, to be honest. This fella doesn't know anything. <laughs> he doesn't know, know anything. Like <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate, listen, good to speak to you. Sarah, what are you doing with yours? I crack my eggs into them so I can check the shell before I cook them. <laughs> and, then it, and then it also lets me drop the eggs in gently into the water off the pan. Amazing. <laughs> what an amazing methodology. Sarah, we've had bonsai trees, now we've got poached eggs. You guys are a far posher audience yeah. than Bush and I imagined. <laughs> you really are. And are they good poached eggs as well? Are you happy with what, how oh, they come yeah. out? I've got my method down. Yeah, good. Pretty confident. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. You are listening to The Hometime Show on Absolute Radio. 
the home of ramekin chats. <laughs> and I tell you some very interesting ways that you guys are using those goo cheesecake ramekins. I've just been putting them in the bin because never end up using them. However, James from Surrey says those ramekins are extremely useful for holding token stroke counters for board games. Hey, that would work for you. Quids in, so someone sorted you out for a mayonnaise dip. Yeah. I've got counts for board games all sorted out. And I love this text, even though they don't leave their name. They say, good afternoon, lads. Last week I used one to save the fat from a roasting a beef joint. I let it set and then I had my very own beef dripping. It looked like proper job too, in the fancy glass thing. Nice. Living the dream. Let me just let you know, we are 33 minutes into Ramekin chat so far and no-one's come flying up to stop us yet. No, I think they're pretty much enjoying it downstairs <laughs> on the first floor here at Absolute Radio. They must Radio. be, they must be. This time next week, we won't be here. This time next week, you'll be relaxing somewhere, I hope, or maybe you'll be doing something to your house because it's a bank holiday. And that'll then start off half-term. How are you funding it? £30,000 could boost the coffers, as they might say. We have that for you, and you can have it in your bank account by Friday. I think if you, like, go to most... If you went to my household, you get very different answers as to where that thirty grand's going. Yeah. Some might say holiday. <laughs> some might say new gutters. Wow, come on now. Seriously, when it rains, it's just dripping everywhere. Oh, it's just dripping. You're talking about the guy from earlier on again. <laughs> yeah, I, we, we got um, a quote through for doing that, getting the house rendered... What's that mean? You know when you get the stuff put on the walls outside the house? And well, like Vera is... Duckworth did, the old stone cladding. <laughs> like, I don't know, like Pebble Dash the web. I can't even <laughs> talk about this. But I hate, my point is this, I hate spending good money like that on something dead boring. And that's why I guttering, you can't, but can't that's spend why... it on guttering. No, 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 in all seriousness, if £30,000 landed in my account unplanned, which is how this would be, yeah. if Dave Berry rung me up on, on Friday and yeah. says, £30,000, Richie, well done, then I would go on guttering. What, without consulting your other not, half? It's not budgeted. That'd be, that'd be the end of the relationship, mate. <laughs> You'd be sleeping in that car. Anyway, here's the important bit. Text the word WIN to 8-12-15. WIN to 8-12-15 <laughs> and you're in the draw. Do it now. More Ramekin yes, Chat. Dave Berry Breakfast Show is back this morning after Dave's week off. Enjoy it while you can, because I'm giving it another three years until Dave takes up professional football. As you know, I am addicted to the computer game Football Manager. I have been since university. Yeah, you're really into it. We both started playing it for a bit recently, and then I've kind of given up on it. But you're still going strong every night on the way home on the train. I am indeed. It's my little train thing. It's my little escape. On, oh. the, on the way in, on the way home, I'm absolutely addicted. And you're doing it. good as well, aren't you? I am. I am managing, that's what I've always done in this game, I'm managing my local side, Stevenage. OK. Started off when the game started, this particular version of it, in 2019, the year we're in. Uh, started off in League Two. I have currently got Stevenage into the championships. So that is two promotions. And you've turned down a couple of uh, I've, job offers? I've turned down all sorts of it, job it's offers. It's going to be made into a movie at the end of the year. We don't want to do any spoilers. But anyway, the weekend, I'm sneaking in a little extra game and Stephen is taking on Tottenham Hotspur. Dave Berry's playing for him. What? <laughs> Seriously. Really? Comes up, the Spurs had this player called Dave Berry. 
My Stevenage lot lost 2-0. Dave Berry scores a goal from a corner. Oh, he's a bit handy as well, is he? Text keeps on coming up saying, great clearance from Dave Berry. What a promising game for Dave Berry. Sure, Dave did do that weird Rabona kick thing on Soccer AM, didn't he? He did. He looked great on Soccer AM. So he's, he's clearly got the moves. Yeah. So there's... Because, I mean, we'd know if there was, like, another Dave Berry player, wouldn't we? Do you know what I mean? Well, so here's the thing, right? So, obviously, Football Manager is famed for being very accurate to predict how seasons will end, what will happen, and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and in the game, so I'm currently in 2022. So that's the, the current game. year in your game. 2022, there you are. Have a look. There we are. Dave Berry, Tottenham Hotspur, wing-back. Having a kid's definitely put the years on him a bit, isn't <laughs> it? That's a short screw, that moustache and stuff as well. I'm going to tweet this picture right now. Have a look and see what Dave Berry looks like in three years' time as he starts his professional football career with Tottenham Hotspur. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. A couple of long journeys to me at the weekend, uh, dropping my uh, two eldest uh, kids back down to uh, Bournemouth uh, on uh, Sunday. It's a long old journey, but uh, when you're an adult and uh, the kids are teenagers, mm -hmm. if you start to need the toilet, it's fine. People can hold on, you can go at services and all that kind of stuff. Plan accordingly, yes. Not quite the same at the uh, the end of last week uh, for my wife, who was uh, in the car on her own with our one-year-old, and uh, got caught short. <laughs> Different situation. Nightmare. And I have to say, full respect, I'm not sure I would have been able to think of this as a solution for the situation that she found herself in. Where, where was she caught short, for starters? On the motorway. Really? So yeah. right in the middle, not in, like, in traffic or just going along the motorway? No, kind? going along the motorway, OK? Wow. But... Obviously, your then next rational thing is, well, there's a services coming up. Oh, yeah, OK. But the thing is, and you'll appreciate this as well with a real little one, when mm -hmm. they're asleep and they're having their big sleep, you don't want to wake them up. Can't even stop, can't even <laughs> slow down. Exactly. Traffic lights, she's awake. So she pulls into the services, but then there is the problem. The problem is... Rocco's asleep, don't want to wake him, yeah. he's having his big sleep. But obviously you can't then, as the adult, go into the service station and leave the sleeping child in the car. It's not safe. No one in their right mind is going to do that, yeah. but you are still really needing the toilet. Uh, and to the point where you don't think straight, actually, when you are busting that badly. So she then goes to try and park in, like, a, a deserted part of the car park, but there is no deserted part of the car park because it's busy. Yep. So she finds somewhere where there are cars and, like, there's no-one around. Uh-huh. Uses his nappies. Oh, my... What? In what... Oh, wow. In what context? Like, I'm just trying to picture this in my mind, how this plays out. Surely she doesn't, like... <laughs> Like sit on a like a like a nap really yeah oh man oh man that is I'm sure there's an episode of Friends where they have to wee on someone for a sting and it's like what happened on the beach stays on the beach it must be a little bit like that that's that's she must still be able to see that in her mind having to stoop to that length. I mean... Never mind. It's it's resourceful. It is resourceful. I don't think I would have necessarily have thought of that. It's like a dirty version of MacGyver, isn't it? <laughs> dirty MacGyver. Fair play to her, though. Oh, Going my to the, goodness. She can say to Rocco when he's older, the lengths your mum went to to make sure that you had a great sleep. Do you know what I mean? I'm never pulling over at uh, Winchester Services <laughs> Northbound ever again. It's been ruined, hasn't it? Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. This is Hometime with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio on a Monday night. 
I've just shared a quite heroic story about my wife getting caught short on the motorway a couple of days ago and uh, uh, using our, <laughs> our one-year-old's nappies wow. as uh, an emergency measure. Did she Did she have to just use... Was it just the one nappy or did she go for a couple of nappies? I believe it was two, but anyway... Two, nappy. two nappies worth. That's, that's that, by the by. It's quite a good one, isn't it? I think it's fair to say she doesn't appear to be listening tonight. There's going to be repercussions for this. It'll get back to her somehow. I haven't had any yet. It'll get back to her. Uh, Nigel, though, has been in touch, saying that that very story has reminded him of the time that he had to ask his niece to get an empty screen wash bottle out of the boot oh. in a, an hour-long traffic jam. You just hope that that screen wash bottle then gets chucked. <laughs> you wouldn't want it repurposed. The worst bit is... Might clear the screen in the winter. He might discover something, a new formula or whatever. But the worst thing is that his niece is in the car. I mean, this awful. He's going to be sat somewhere having to do that. I, I mean, think everyone has God. an awkward court short story in them. Can't make eye contact with Uncle whatever his name anymore. <laughs> Uncle Nigel. Uncle Nigel. Yeah, if you've got been caught short in a nightmare situation, <laughs> tell us about it. Quinson says, M5 car fire. I used a Costa cup a few years back. That's pretty grim. Pretty bleak. It's not a short, is it? It's like a pocket. It's like, uh, was it the the, uh, the road with Cormac uh, McCarthy? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good little, uh, can't remember the full name, little uh, <laughs> literature reference there. Uh, and then someone here says, I, uh, oh no, I can't even read that text. That's gone a bit weird as well. <laughs> so, yeah. 8, 12, 15, share yours, please. Uh, or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. We're all going to feel better. Um, equally, Uncle Nigel and certainly my wife. And stop swearing in the text. I have to edit them live. <laughs> Tesco Mobile phone bill with Tesco Club Card vouchers and save money each month. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Well, I went to the loo in, in the, the song that followed that, just based on that instruction. There you you can never be too sure or too certain. Uh, so, again, in touch with the uh, the times you got caught short after my wife's hideous story with the, uh, the child's nappy. Two nappies. Uh, on Friday. Uh, getting a lot of texts about Pringles tubes, which um, oh. is disturbing me. That's, you know, that's only slightly more disturbing about learning on the podcast the other night that Pringles are actually biscuits. <laughs> yes, that's true. That, yeah. that is only slightly worse than that. But yeah, thank you to Andy and also uh, Leah Littlehampton who have uh, volunteered those. Claudia says, after eating fish at our wedding reception, my new husband became ill on the drive home. He couldn't hold it and ended up pulling his trousers <laughs> in my new car. Not the wedding night I envisaged. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Imagine that would just be there, wouldn't it? They're in the background of your relationship. And that was their wedding reception. Wedding, yeah, their own oh wedding. Oh, my goodness. No matter how well your relationship goes from that point, he still had a dirty protest in the Horrendous. car. And um, this one here says, flying on an RAF Hercules. The toilet facilities are awkward, but I couldn't not go. Lost the last of my shame that day. It was traumatic. How do you go to the loo on an RAF Hercules if it's got no loo? I don't know, but they're obviously already heroic up there on that Hercules, so I don't almost need to hear Fair anymore. Play. You're, you're spared. Alan uh, is hanging on. Tell, dare I ask, tell us about the time you got caught short, Alan. Well, basically, is um, as I, said, I was living in North London at the time, and um, it, was, it was pretty soon after um, they brought in the uh, thing where you couldn't drive through the centre of London anymore. Yeah. So we pushed all the traffic out to the North Cirque. So uh, the North Cirque was, uh, one night, it was absolutely crazy. I mean, so I was going from the North Cirque up uh, to the M25, back down the A10. Oh, I mean, it was a night, nightmare night. I didn't get home till about 11 o'clock. So caught short, uh, what happened? I was caught short, and I was thinking, well, what the hell can I use? I'm in the middle of traffic, I'm on the outside lane, and 
uh, all I had was a clear vinyl glove. A what? Sorry. Now, an un- a clear vinyl glove. <laughs> a latex a glove. Clear, a clear vinyl throwaway glove. What? What had and you I'm, been using that for, by the way, Alan? Just, just so we know. Well, basically, um, by trade, I'm a printer. Right. So <laughs> I would have. Um, <laughs> Gloves in the car, yeah, because uh, my hands are uh, uh, generally dirty a lot of the time. What a, what a horrific thing that must have made when you filled it up with your wee. Well, yeah, but Some, it was, like a, like a wee udder. <laughs> Stop it! it, was, it we had a good first hour. It was all get, getting very highbrow with bonsai trees and stuff. Now it's really gone downhill. That's Alan's book. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. Great to have your company on this Monday night's home time with Bush and Richie. That's the one of dies. I can only apologise for the last th- 35 minutes. It's been <laughs> my fault. Uh, ten weeks of tickets is around the corner. Bon Jovi fans, it's going to be a good week for you guys. Yes. Um, I've still got visions of Alan's latex glove in a- my head. Alan's latex glove is a fantastic band name, <laughs> first off. <laughs> Not that one. S- secondly, this started off as number ones, and I feel in the past ten minutes it's taken a turn into number two territory. Which is probably time to end it. That's when we're just going to pull the plug on it. Yeah. There's this one here, though, that is great. Uh, Sam Hanger from Bagshot says, Guys, my car <laughs> broke down on the way back from work, so whilst waiting for the repair van, I decided to go in a McDonald's cup. <laughs> Safe to say it was perfect timing, as I just finished and he turned up. I had to get out of the car and chat to him with a full cup of toilet. Now you can lower your Tesco Mobile phone bill with Tesco Club Card vouchers and save money each month. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Let's go to the phones and speak to our first contestant. And first up is George. Hi. You all right? Hey. Yeah, all good. You're very, you're very relaxed about this, George. No nerves at all? Nah, no nerves. No point. George, who's your favourite uh, fictional TV detective? Uh, uh, Silicon. Old school. Bit, bit of small talk we thought we'd throw in there, but he's not even rattled by that, Richie. (laughs) He's not, is he? Not even rattled by that. Let's go to our other contestant, who is Joe. Hi, Joe. Hi. Joe, where are you calling from? Uh, Calling from Stafford. Richie's got a question for you. Who's your favourite fictional TV detective? Oh, it's got to be Poirot. Poirot. Both gone for the classics. They have. Who would you go for, Richie? Columbo, as it happens. Columbo. Yeah. I, I go for, um, oh, I can't remember her name. I'm having one of those days today. <laughs> What's she called? She was an English, uh, uh, Juliet Bravo. Juliet Bravo. There Mainly we because go. Lisa, I love the fact she stood in front of a huge poster of different dog breeds, if you remember that TV show. Okay. In front, behind the main desk. Do you remember that, Joe? No. Didn't think so. Fine. <laughs> All right, let's, um, let's move on from the uh, detective chat and let's go through the rules because they are simple. It's a random topic. It's going to have many possible answers. George, you will have to say how many answers you think you can give in 30 seconds. Joe, you then have the chance to claim if you think you could name more or less than George. Whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that. And if that player manages it, they win the tickets. If they don't, they then lose the tickets to the other contestant. So let's play. Who claims wins? Here we go then, unflappable George. How many Bon Jovi UK top 40 singles can you name in 30 seconds? Oh, um, four. All right, four. okay, four for George. Not jo- so confident now. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, Joe, do you think you can name more or do you want to challenge George to do his four? 
Oh, I think I'm going to have to say five. All right. Five. Back at you then, George. Are you going to uh, name more, or do you want to challenge Joe to name that five? Uh, six. Six for George. Back with you, Joe. Has Can he pushed himself more? too far? Oh, um, I'm not too sure. I'm not, I don't know if I can go for seven. I'll go on, I'll give it a shout. I'll go for seven. seven. You can go for seven, OK, George? Back Outrageous. to you quickly. Can you do more than seven or you're going to challenge Joe to do her seven? Uh, challenge. Challenge. Joe. OK, you are up. Joe, 30 seconds. Bon Jovi UK Top 40 singles. Go for it. OK, uh, living on a prayer, always... Um, oh, keep the faith. Um, bed of roses. Uh, how many is that? Oh, four so far. Glory. Um, November rain. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, uh, Come on, Joe, you can do this. I'm mixing my, I'm mixing my concerts up. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Time is up. Oh, Time is up. Let's have a look at our referee who is holding up four fingers, Joe, and they're about three short, I'm afraid. Oh, dear. So hard luck. But congratulations to unflappable George. Yes. Well done, mate. Yeah, thank you. What is is the key to your success? (laughs) Is he not being excited by anything? Is that what it is, George? (laughs) Oh, George, congratulations. You are going off to see Bon Jovi. Uh, Commiserations, Joe. Uh, The Sturge is here tomorrow for One Down, One Day Only, as we have a little secret operation on. We certainly do. (laughs) Not going to tell you what. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Some people are scared of, like, heights or going to the dentist or enclosed spaces or whatever. I'm actually scared of chatting to mechanics. <laughs> I- I'm petrified that they're going to, like, sniff me out for the kind of useless individual that I am. I know nothing about cars. <laughs> Absolutely zero about cars. I don't even 100% know what type of car we've got. Did I overhear you on the phone to a mechanic earlier? Oh. There was a very awkward conversation that seemed to be ongoing before the show started <laughs> in it. our little office. This is the worst thing. It's the worst thing. It makes me feel sick even thinking about it. Uh, this morning, I had to drop my car in for what I thought was the MOT. Yeah. It wasn't the MOT. The guy was like, you've got another two years or so, mate. So I was like, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and I'm always worried that they're going to, like, find out that I don't know anything about what I'm driving at all. I think they found out the moment that you thought you were driving in for an MOT. I know, isn't that bad, and though? There's, there's a whiff already then. So all, all I'm after, and I wish they did this. I've, weirdly, I'm, I'm learning French at the moment because we're going to France for our summer holiday. Why don't they have a book like that that, that I, people like me can gen up on when I'm going into the mechanics? <laughs> Just so I've got some phrases to use. Because he asked me about, uh, and you heard this on the phone, the last time I topped up, some blue, a blue thing, some blue stuff. Add blue. Ad, what is add blue? Well, it, it's it's a fluid you put in in diesel engines, probably about once a year, I would say. If that is the reason I've got two actual things that I can pour petrol into where the door is, that's more confusing <laughs> than it needs to be, particularly for someone like me. Why have that? Why not put the blue thing around the back? Hang on, you've got two... Like, what do you call them? Screw caps. Where are you driving? 
I'm driving like a van, like a VW van. Thing. OK, all right, OK. Well, that might explain <laughs> it a little truck. bit. <laughs> we drive around the van. But this is the thing, like, you know, most things you kind of bluff a little bit, but I don't think you can bluff cars. You even know your cars, or you don't. You strike me, Richie, as someone who knows their car. You know your car? I, f- I feel like I do. I couldn't, um, if it broke down on the side of the road, I'd be stuck. I think there's a world of difference, though. As long as you can sound like you know what you're talking about, yeah. re- re- actually getting your, you know, rolling your sleeves up and fixing, that's a totally different thing. I reckon I could bluff. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of tyre kicking, estimate, <laughs> sniffing after you've said mileage. Could you change a tyre? Not in a million years. <laughs> OK, well, that, I don't even know where the spare one is. There's the level that we're working at. I presume they normally hide it under, like, a nice bit of carpet <laughs> in the back, don't they? So, look, I've got to go back in there on Wednesday. I've already completely mucked up with the fact that it's not the MOT. I've already... Don't even know what this blue stuff is he's talking about. Got to go back in there on Wednesday and pick it up again. I've got to save face. So, I just want to put out an SOS. If anyone can give me a couple of phrases... I can throw in in the conversation on Wednesday morning just so he thinks hold on a minute he must have been rushed off his feet on the phone he clearly does know his car (laughs) then that would be most welcome The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie if you're listening it's probably not home time anymore but we can't be bothered to think of a new name Absolute radio. Andy says, add blue, what are you, a farmer? (laughs) What is is this stuff that's in the... What is add blue? Why... (laughs) It's, why is he saying farmer? Because if you've got, like, a bog-standard diesel saloon car, you're not necessarily having to sort of, like, to put Ablu in. As you have just freely admitted before Paul Weller, yeah. you appear to be driving some kind of industrial van around. <laughs> No-one's asked any questions, we're just letting you get on with it. It's but a bin van, it's, it's a bin van. <laughs> it's a touch curious. Because I, I remember my dad telling me about uh, how people used to convert, like, vegetable oil and stuff like that back in the day. Yeah. Is that what he's accusing me of? No, he's not. No. Right. Sorry, no. Andy. Sorry, Andy, mate. My bad. My bad. Long uh, day, long day. Phil in Farnborough says, ask how your flux capacitor is doing. Sharp, Phil. I know that that's not true. That's science fiction. Uh, someone else says, I've checked the big end bearing. I don't want to stray into apprentice <laughs> runaround <laughs> stuff, all right? That actually is a thing. No, it's not. It, <laughs> it's not. I promise you. It's not a thing. The big end is at the end of your crankshaft. Right, we're leaving <laughs> it. You ruined it for yourself. <laughs> Richie, you've ruined it as much as they have. Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Your big end bearing... Uh, is uh, at the end of your piston rods, which are attached to the crankshaft by powerful bolts. That is your big end. No, it's, that's not true. That is like saying, can you go and get me a long stand? It's the same thing. I'm I've not having it. only been trying to help, as have been the <laughs> listeners, and I feel due an apology. Yeah, you've been asking for an apology during that song, <laughs> still not getting one. Uh, if anything, I'm a little bit put out, actually, by some of the stuff that's been coming into the show when I ask for your help. <laughs> so I'm scared of talking to mechanics. I don't know anything about cars. Uh, so Josh from Somerset says, tell him you're regularly checking your blinker fluid and muffler bearings is a common thing people don't check he'll be impressed you remembered I did suggest there should be a book someone says yes uh, there is a book it's in the glove box it's called the owner's manual <laughs> thanks but the main point of contention has been this weird what's it called again the blue stuff add blue add blue apparently it's some weird liquids you put in there we've got Alan on the line now uh, and he's got a fact about add blue that he says is going to knock our socks off Alan what is it it's made from processed pig urine <laughs> Oh, my word. Are you certain this is not yet another person having you on here? This can't be true, Alan, come on. absolutely true, guys. It's weird, our bit about being caught short earlier on in the car seems to have come full circle (laughs) with the pig urine. How on earth does someone discover that pig urine works in a car? It's high in uric acid. 
and as it goes through the exhaust and through the car, it cleans the diesel particulate filter. That is unbelievable. So what, how do they collect this? How do you even collect that? Uh, I, I have no idea. Wow, that has genuinely blown my mind. Well, there you are. You've got uh, pig urine to chat with with your mechanics tomorrow now. Perfect. I reckon we could be friends after that. Thanks, Alan. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush and Richie here, absolutely ready on a Monday night. Cracking new track from Bastille on the way in a sec. In a couple of seconds' time, you're going to hear a piece of music and some of you will worry, uh-oh, spoiler alert, well, don't worry, it's not. But for some... You may have seen this already today, but for many, tonight, it's the final ever episode of Game of Thrones. Wow, after all those years. Eight years. finally wrapped up. Eight years. And here we finally are. Now, I will have to hold my hands up and say I'm a bit of a kino, so I watched it at 6am this morning. There's uh, an earlier edition that is uh, put out on Sky Atlantic about 2 in the morning. Is that just so people don't ruin it? Is that so you don't see it online? Well, it's because, obviously, it goes out um, in the States the night before, 9 o'clock ish or whatever um, and if you want the chance to watch it at the same time it's screened at two o'clock because yeah it's all about spoilers these days yes it is so we would have had to have waited a whole 24 hours can you do that these days with social media and still enjoy the show it's harder to it is. so maybe for some you can you know stream it on your sky go on the way in in the morning or something like that. I don't know I got up and watched it at six o'clock but here's an interesting question what would you say? And this was this was actually a survey that's been done by YouGov, normally doing, like, opinion polls and okay. stuff. Now, this is about how long after something has been broadcast on TV is it a spoiler to openly discuss what happened? So here's your options. OK. Just after it's been broadcast, one day, a couple of days, a week, a couple of weeks, a month, or more than a month. Now, I reckon if you haven't watched it within a couple of days, then that's on you for not getting your act together. And that is the most popular answer. 22% of people say a couple of days. OK, few, because it is a bit of a minefield. You're trying it? to talk about stuff that you love. If you love Game of Thrones, you want to talk about it, but you worry that someone who's just starting it... Well, this is the problem. I'm going to start watching it at some point. I am going to do it. I love the fact that you are... He was actually saying it earlier on, saying, I'm going to get me uh, Sky, Sky Ghost up on this out. new phone because then I can watch it on the train on the way. I'm thinking, it's literally after eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, the final ever episode, and now you're talking about doing it. I'm a, I'm a late adopter, <laughs> put it that way. You but are that. How, how do you feel knowing that uh, you've already watched it, mm-hmm. that's it? I've got a massive void in my life that needs to be filled with a new TV show. I know you, that much. You do. That's eight years worth of yeah. having this kind of appointment every single week. Was it always on the same nights that it used to be Always on? Monday nights, yeah. Monday nights. So what are you going to do with yourself? Tonight, literally no idea. Probably in the doghouse for telling everyone that your wife <laughs> used your son's nappies when she was caught short. Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So how are you going to deal with the situation then that we talked about at the beginning, that you're having this argument with your other half about your mother-in-law who's been all over your lawn? She's been all over your lawn. Um... What are you going to do when you get back? How's this going to pan out, play out? (laughs) Truth be told, truth be told, I don't know how this is going to play out because it's one of those awkward situations where they're obviously trying to do a nice thing. Yeah. um, And get it done before I get home. But I'm going to sound ungrateful. Sometimes in life it's annoying when somebody tries to do a nice thing, but they didn't ask you. 
Because you know what, right? I don't want that nice thing being done. Weirdly on this, I have, I have a similar situation. This weekend, uh, my parents-in-law came down from Newcastle to visit, um, Katie's parents, and they're lovely, they're brilliant, and and uh, my father-in-law, Peter, is, you know, he's one of those dads who gets in and starts fixing stuff straight away, but he mowed the lawn as soon as he got through the door. That's not right. And it was a bit like, all right, our grass was getting a bit long, but I felt that like that was, made me look like I was a bit of a shambles. It's your lawn to mow. I, I, I am a shambles, but... <laughs> I, I would be with you on that. I feel like that's grandstanding by a father to... Because I think... St- stereotypical assumption by me here. Yeah. The fathers are still trying to show their daughter, hey, look, you may have your bloke, but I'm still the man in I'm, your life. I'm the, still the boss, And yeah. what he's done is he's waded in and tried to display that by mowing your lawn. That is now your lawn. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. I felt I felt bad for getting maybe like my nose pad out of joint about it, but maybe it's a it's a thing. If you disagree with us, uh, there's a lot of um, dust kicked up by today's yeah. show. Home time at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. Uh, like Jack Nicholson's Joker says to Batman, never rub another man's rhubarb. <laughs> we'll leave you with that thought. Do sleep well. Here's Bill Bailey. <laughs> 